Hey guys, welcome to the Kunal Call again. I'm joined by the four horsemen of the Kunal Call after a long freaking time. It's long been almost time. yeah, I, I long think it's time. Been, yeah, it's been more than a month. Last time we spoke was about the Undertaker and Survivor Series, and now we have Royal Rumble coming up. So yeah, a long yeah. freaking time. So this particular topic we're talking about is not something that people speak a lot um, because it's something that really divides the fans, divides everyone. So let's get right to it. Attitude era versus ruthless aggression. Which era is good or better than each other, according to you, Farhan? First. Uh, hi, Kunal. Uh, hey, listen. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure to be uh, back here, discussing my passion of wrestling with you. Uh, this is a very uh, broad question that's going to require a really, really long answer. So, <laughs> uh, but. Um, See, uh, there, there are two things to consider um, when you're debating attitude era versus ruthless aggression era. The first thing you have to consider is at what era were you a fan? So uh, I, I was not, I was one of the people who was not a fan of wrestling during both eras. I started watching wrestling during the ruthless aggression era. So you have to consider the. Uh, the nostalgia the, the nostalgia factor plays a big role for me i think the attitude era was better than the ruthless aggression era in terms of promos i think uh, they were more i i know that vince russo uh, spearheaded wwe towards crash tv which is basically profanity violence uh, sexuality etc and i think the demographic at that time was high schoolers and college people so as a result, the ratings for WWF Raw, the RT era, just skyrocketed. Uh, so there was more focus on shock value. There was more focus on intensity. Um, but unfortunately for me, and of course, you know, you have so many memorable moments in the Attitude era. You know, of course, you know, Mankind versus The Rock, Kane's debut. Well, not Kane's debut. That's that's for new generation. But for example. Um, you know, uh, Triple H's rise to superstardom, the rise of The Rock, uh, Stone Cold versus The Rock. Uh, of course, who can forget the, the most important storyline, which was Stone Cold versus Vince McMahon and the corporate ministry and the yeah. McMahon-Helmsley era. We have all these amazing moments. But for me personally, as a fan, and for what I consider, you know, of course, everyone has their own opinion. But for me... I believe that the ruthless aggression era was better than the attitude era for me personally. Um, I think uh, while the ruthless aggression era may not have been as financially successful as the attitude era, I think for me the ruthless aggression era combines the best of the PG era and the attitude era. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that uh, the the ruthless aggression era era it still had that shock value of the attitude era, but it was more toned down and there was more focus on the quality of matches. I feel that the quality of matches in the ruthless aggression era were far better than, than the attitude era. Uh, I think a lot has to do with the fact that there was a focus on um, newer superstars who are more agile. You know, you guys, guys like Rob Van Dam, guys like Jeff Hardy, guys like, of course, Shawn Michaels. You know, Shawn Michaels is a ruthless aggression star. And, and of course, Randy Orton, Batista, John Cena. 
so Rey Mysterio, uh, yeah, and uh, who can forget uh, Chris uh, Benoit, and uh, of course uh, Eddie Guerrero, uh, and uh, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar. So you know these guys really uh, took wrestling matches to another level. I, th I feel that these guys were more talented in terms of wrestling than the Attitude Era stars. You know, of course, Kurt Angle is a better wrestler than Stone Cold Steve Austin. And of course, Brock Lesnar is a better athlete than The Rock. And of course, you know, um, you know, at the same time, you also had stars like Undertaker. I think I feel like Undertaker was was better in the Ruthless Aggression era than the Attitude era. Uh, so for me personally, I think the Ruthless Aggression era was better because it just had a good combination of storytelling and having good wrestling matches uh, as well. So for me as a fan, I would say Ruthless Aggression Era was better. It's a very detailed answer. I know. Um, it was a broad question, dude. Yeah. It is a broad question. <laughs> Mustafa, what do you think? So um, <clears throat> I personally, like, um, I feel like Warhan has pretty much said everything that I, that I had to say. Um, you know, taking uh, that, that the Ruthless Aggression Era pretty much had the intensity, the drama, and all the not exactly the level of PG, but still the PG stuff. Like I mean, you know, like blood and like, um, you know, like uh, you know, like uh, like Ed stealing Matt Hardy's girlfriend and things like that. So it had that sort of stuff from the Attitude Era, but it also had the best like off the PG era, which is like the good matches, the quality of matches, the quality of pro wrestling. It was like a perfect blend of like the PG and the Attitude Era in one. And so. But if you ask me, like, which one was better, honestly, I can't say, even though this gives, like, even like this gives the Attitude Era an edge over, I mean, it, this gives the ruthless aggression an edge over the Attitude Era was that the wrestling was better. However, the intensity was definitely more in the Attitude Era. However, mm, I feel like the Attitude Era should be given credit uh, where it's due for making WWE what it is right now. Because before the Attitude Era, people barely cared about WWE, um, probably the only match was Bret Hart against uh, the British Bulldogs, SummerSlam 92. And no one really knew about big matches or any like big events back then. But after the Attitude Era kicked off, like it just spearheaded WWE into a whole new direction. And <clears throat> one big thing the Attitude Era did was, like wrestlers back then were as big as all the other pop stars. They were biggest actors, the singers, and all those people. Stone Cold and The Rock were as big as Madonna or Black Eyed Peas were pretty big back in like the early 2000s and stuff. So that's something great the Attitude Era did. However, <laughs> Uh, I would say I would prefer the ruthless aggression era because, and one of the, like the more like like one of the more biased reasons for me was that I became a fan in the ruthless aggression era and I saw, and like I was a fan of WWE for the most part of it. So yeah, I would definitely say I prefer the ruthless aggression era. However, I would give attitude era credit where it's due. Mikhail, what do you think, bro? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, first off, it's it's amazing to be back on the Kunal call after a long time. I think that I have, like, a, I agree with both of them, uh, kind of. So, you know, when Fuzzle says the um, the attitude era is what made, um, you know, these stars as big as celebrities, for example. So, you know, there was a, I watched a video not too long ago on this, actually. Before, pop culture used to follow the WWE. Exactly. You know, you had larger than life characters like Austin, The Rock, The Undertaker, um, Shawn Michaels, Degeneration X, the NWO, they were WCW, but they also brought their own unique um, brand of attitude to WW to wrestling. But the thing is, uh, you didn't see that much in the Ruthless Aggression era 
with uh, guys like Brock Lesnar or Kurt Angle. They're amazing wrestlers, but they didn't have that um, show, that showmanship, that panache that the guys in the past did. Um, in terms of the wrestling, though, I I actually really appreciated the ruthless aggression era wrestling more. However, the ruthless aggression era, the only problem I have with it is because by this point, WCW was dead and the WWE didn't feel the need to listen to their audience as much. Like, And I feel that's what's actually diminished their impact on pop culture because of that. Like, it's, like a good example of this actually is, is Monday Night Raw from 2002 to 2005. Like the reign of terror, as it's called, you know, when Triple H was yeah. just wrecking havoc he buried guys like booker t like rob van damme the katie vick storyline with kane oh my let's not get started on <laughs> let's, let's not get started on like that. But, <laughs> no like yeah but like you know it's just an example so that's like the only part of the ruthless aggression aggression era i hate but if anyone were to ask me i think i feel like farhan more nostalgia towards the ruthless aggression era because that's when you know i mean we were probably like all of us were like, what, 10, 11, 12. So it's more, you know, we remember more of that. But the Attitude Era, I, I respect her because of what it did. I respect Vince McMahon for what he did because, um, you know, he, he recognized the problem that why he wasn't getting the ratings, he wasn't getting the money that he knew he could get. And he flipped his product around and it he got a gold mine. But the only thing is, the Attitude Era had better characters. The Ruthless Aggression Era had better wrestling. So regardless of where you stand, I think that it's more of, um, you know, you can respect both sides. Of course, like everyone has a preference, but in my opinion, I think I can't say which one is better because it's too, it's too subjective. And both eras are just too meaningful because, um, you know, the Ruthless Aggression Era got more like more the stars we see today like Cena well not so much Cena anymore but Orton is still there and he's kicking ass right now with his exactly. new with the revived legend killer gimmick but yeah my opinion is I don't know which one is actually better because it's so subjective you it's, it really comes down to what kind of person you are and what kind of things you find entertaining three three good detailed answers over there I want to ask uh, Mikhail you first that which was more important in the history of wrestling because we now know some people like Ruthless, Attitude, which is more important um, to the world, you know, in a way, because mm. during the Attitude era, there was uh, WWE and WCW wrestling, I mean, just competing against each other to go to the top, which was more important for the whole wrestling world to be what it is now. I would say, I would say it's the Attitude era. And I'll, I'll tell you why, like it even relates to what happens today. But let me first, like, uh, let's go back in the past why the attitude era started so it started because like i said vince knew that he needed to switch his product around unfortunately wwe was getting their asses handed to them in the monday night wars uh wcw had the nwo they had um the crow gimmick of sting uh they had rick flair um they even got the ultimate warrior his his run in wcw was crap but it still remains his star power is there yeah but why i think the attitude era is so much more important is because if, i don't think if the Attitude Era did not exist, WWE wouldn't be what it is today, where they've expanded their market pretty much. Like, you know, especially like a really good example is India. India yeah. is so huge. And a lot of like Indians, 
they seem to love all of the attitude era stars so and like even myself i have family in india and they always they all remember the old guys like austin and the rock so i think that you know vince was able to reach those markets because of the attitude era and it's so iconic and why it relates to today is because like i mentioned earlier they've stopped listening to their fans the attitude era was a lesson to them that when you listen to the fans you won't have to shove anything down their throats they will Guys, automatically yes. uh, just one thing i'm sorry to bother but i'm going to cut the cake with my mom and i'll come back up in 5 minutes is that okay Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys can cut nice right? All right. Um, so yeah, what I was saying um, just now was, so yeah, it's a lesson because you know what I felt at the PG era time was, and especially even like just this happened during the ruthless aggression era. In ruthless aggression era, it was Triple H they were shoving down our throats. During the PG era, PG era, they took away everything that made John Cena unique, and they just made him. basically a modern day handsomer hulk hogan that's just it yeah. and that completely killed his momentum in my opinion yeah he was the face of the company but who really liked him he was getting booed out of every single building and i think that's essential to wwe to learn today because you know aw is a big threat to them whether anyone wants to um, admit it or not they've got yeah. and aw that's why i think they are better at they're listening to their fans the fans wanted to see john moxley get a huge push he got a huge push people wanted to see kenny omega reach the top now he's the aew champion you know guy like it's not i like the fact that aew is a much more cooperative and more listening um environment than the wwe because cody could easily just hold the title and be around or he could give it to uh you know his brother dustin but instead they they recognize what they need to do to be successful they understand what their audience wants So in my opinion I think the attitude era especially and one more thing the attitude era had so many more memorable moments uh Undertaker throwing mankind off the cell on uh, the rock versus mankind in that famous I quit match um Austin versus the rock um twice at WrestleMania both very classic matches um and I think that that was actually Undertaker's best work gimmick wise gimmick wise uh Ministry Undertaker uh was his peak so yeah for for all these reasons i would say artuda um mustafa so what about you yeah you know um i definitely agree with what michael said i mean um uh, even i said this initially that uh even though like i prefer the wrestling situation era but attitude era did to wwe and made it what it is right now you know uh before the attitude era like it was barely ever known people didn't really care or know about wwe that probably had that one match that was a Bret Hart versus the British Bulldog at SummerSlam and that was like the only match people talked about for years however when the however when the attitude era began like first of all they started you know going ahead in the Monday night wars um yeah. and a lot of these things happened where the fans were fans were actually intrigued to watch like what was going on because back then like because back then like things like the Jerry Springer show were super big and whatever yeah. happened on the Jerry Springer show like we all know all the PG stuff happened there so uh that was actually the inspiration for the attitude era it, uh, Uh, like Vince Russo used to say he used to watch at the Jerry Springer show and then he used to like write scripts for like Raw SmackDown I mean I'm not SmackDown but like Raw and all those things so that pretty much attracted so much attention that even though the attitude era ended the fans remained because then the ruthless aggression happened the PG era happened yet yes a lot of fans went back and all that but it became it made WWE what it is right now so for the importance of WWE definitely attitude era has like has done for WWE something I don't think anything else like I don't think any era I like any other era can and speaking of AEW like 
the reason they were a threat to WWE is because they pretty much, they pretty much like not exactly. I mean, they haven't become what Attitude Era was, but they kind of do things what used to happen in the Attitude Era, like you know, like all of the whipping thing to Cody Rose and so many things that happen. Um, it's pretty much like what people. I mean, like when people watch that, they go like, "Okay, I think the Attitude Era is back," or this this reminds me of the Attitude Era in a way. So. Definitely, in terms of importance, the Attitude Era is much more important to WWE than the Ruthless Aggression Era was. Oh yeah, can I just say well, one more thing, Kunal? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah like what I, what I want to even point out is, even I think WWE themselves know the Attitude Era was more important. Because if you see the, the content they post on their YouTube channel or on the yeah. WWE Network, it's always, and even what the stars they bring in, it's always the Attitude Era boys, every yeah. single time. They bank on uh, the nostalgia of the Attitude Era to get them even now their revenue, like through views on YouTube or subscriptions to the WWE Network. The ruthless aggression era, I feel like it's you know, it, it's remembered more for its wrestling, but it wasn't as iconic because it, you know in, in WWE, it's always been known that more than your wrestling, your gimmick matters more, and I think Attitude Era was stronger on that. Well, you guys mentioned two well, you guys regarding. Um... Uh, India and uh, Mustafa said something about okay. First of all, I'd like to say about India that Vince McMahon recognized mm -hmm. India as a major market. There's yeah, a yeah. event happening on 26th of January specifically for Republic Day right now, and they're showing it. Uh, it's, it's called the WWE Superstar Spectacle, and Triple H is promoting it all over Indian channels. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I just I just saw his interview today and in the morning he said that this is the first time we are doing this because they know that it's 1.3 billion. Even if you get 10% of people over there, you will own yeah, huge. It's gonna be huge. And, yeah, sure. huge. Yeah. and you know what? Like for me, like Asian people, they like action a lot. They like yeah, they action. do. Yeah, they like violence and action, you know, cars like crash courses, and that's what WWE is, you know. Now the Royal Rumble is coming up. Like you will see so many things happening over there that you didn't you didn't even know. Even though they're not wrestling fans, and he said, and you said about moments also. I definitely agree that attitude era was much more important than the ruthless aggression. There was no if there was no attitude era, there would be no ruthless aggression. But definitely. at the same time, when the ruthless aggression happened, they had to change them, uh, uh, change the wrestlers, they had to change the ideology in terms of. What is more important now? They created the moments. Now they need to create wrestlers who can who they can bank on for the future. Rock left. Yeah. Stone Cold got mm -hmm. uh, like injured. He he has to retire. Mick Foley also was done. Like he also retired. Like these three were the uh, biggest stars. Goldust wasn't that a big star. Like uh, you talked about Dusty Rhodes. Undertaker was a big star. Shawn Michaels. Uh, one second. We'll invite Farhan back. So here's Farhan here. So as I was Excellent. saying. Not wrong. So I was saying that when you compare the ruthless uh, attitude era superstars, you will see Triple H. Shawn Michaels was injured for four years. He was gone. So Triple H and Undertaker were the only ones from the attitude era who continued to the ruthless aggression and who were very active over them. Shawn Michaels came later. Yeah. And when ruthless aggression, you see Randy Orton being till now relevant. John exactly. Cena, like for 15 years, he was the guy. Like every yeah. time yeah. he was there. Even in 2015, he was big. Exactly. So you you know that these kind of superstars. I'm just talking about two superstars. There's Edge, Rey Mysterio. Yeah. You know, like um, Chris Jericho. You know, he was a guy who came with the ruthless aggression. He was no no no. I did 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 I did
and then I think Kurt Angle had much better matches in the uh, uh, ruthless aggression. Yeah, that's true. that's true. Because uh, imagine if though like we spoke about Owen Hart before. Imagine Owen Hart was alive during the ruthless aggression. He would have matches like never before. Eddie Guerrero, like one of the greats, exactly. had greater matches in the ruthless aggression because they were yeah. focusing on the wrestling, as you guys said. So everything is interlinked to um to these uh, what do you say um uh, to each other. You know, every event is important. Let Let's go to the next question. What is the most iconic moment in the ruthless aggression and what is the most iconic moment in the attitude era faran let's start with you uh, in the ruthless aggression era uh, the most important moment oh my god i can't say uh, i'll go with three okay okay three i can't not because i think these three are the most important. i can't choose uh first one uh, john cena's debut mm-hmm. uh second one uh because come on you've seen what john cena has done that's literally the start of it all uh yeah that's true uh, you know like that's it's like a historic moment john cena's debut number two uh brock lesnar's uh, superplexing the big show on the ring oh yeah, oh, yeah that's uh, a good moment i i as the Entire ring breaking down. I think that's one of the moments that's just engraved in people's minds. It's one of those few moments. It's up. It's it's almost on the level of Undertaker throwing out mankind off the sand, yeah. in my opinion, in in terms of uh, popularity and notoriety. And number three, I would go with. It's in no particular order, by the way. This is no. It's yeah, just it's fine. Three, mm. three, three. Yeah, yeah. And then for the ruthless, uh, for ruthless, ruthless aggression. I'm so on three. That good attitude. A ruthless aggression. I would say. Uh, Benoit and Eddie Guerrero at the end of WrestleMania 20, hugging oh, yeah. it out and, and holding yeah. the titles together. I, I think that was, that, that, that was just really, that's really like, like, especially when you know the backstory behind both these wrestlers. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Had to overcome and uh, and what they've had to accomplish. Now, uh, for the Attitude Era, uh, the three most important moments. See the the problem with the Attitude Era is that it doesn't have a definite beginning. It has a it has a definite ending, which is of yeah. course WrestleMania 17, but there's no definite beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you know, if with all things considered, with the Attitude Era, I'll go with another three three most important moments in the Attitude Era. Uh, yeah. For first, uh, Stone Cold stunning Vince McMahon. Uh, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd yeah. go with that one. Uh, second, I would go uh, Stone Cold beating Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania mm-hmm. uh, 14. The, the start of it, uh, not not necessarily the start, but arguably arguably uh, the period where uh, WWE skyrocketed to uh, uh, you know to the top. Number three, I would go with. Um, Uh, Undertaker throwing mankind off the cell. I think I'd probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Of course, that has to be mentioned, man. I, I think that might be probably the most. I would have said Montreal screw job. Uh, that kind of started it though. Yeah, I think that's sort of. I don't think so. I, I think I don't I, I, yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if Montreal screw job would be there, uh, but I would say I think Undertaker throwing mankind off the hell in a cell is probably one of the 
God tire moments. Like it's it's up there with the screw job. It's up there with even Owen Hart's death in terms of like notoriety. So I think Undertaker throwing mankind off the cell would probably be. I think I think that might be. I think that's a really important um, moment in the Ruthless in the attitude. <clears throat> yeah. Musta, what do you think about attitude and Ruthless, which is the most iconic moment for you? Um. So. Honestly, um, there are a lot. Like I, uh, I mean, like when you asked us the question, I was thinking at the top of my head right now. Yeah. Um, Same. Exactly. Yeah. I and, am right now. You, and thank you for leaving us with even less options for Han because he's just three yeah. instead of one. <laughs> but like, um, but like, uh, so one of them was a Royal Rumble 2005 because the ending of that Royal Rumble. I mean, for yeah. the scenario, sorry. The ending of that Royal Rumble, I mean, we all know what happened and how it ended and then how, like, they had a restart and then, you know, Batista threw out John Cena. But what was iconic about that was that um, yeah, because at that point, like, it was all set for John Cena to be, like, the biggest star of SmackDown and Batista to be the biggest star of Raw. Ironically, like, it was the opposite in, in the next coming years. But that gave birth to, like, two of the biggest names in the Ruthless Aggression era. So that's one for me. And the other one was um, at spearing McFoley through the burning table. At WrestleMania 22. Oh, yes. Uh, funny enough, uh, Ed suffered more than Mick because Mick Foley was wearing like a shirt and flannel over it. Edge was all <laughs> just oh, yeah. said that in much later on. Ed said that in her interview much later on. But uh, and that moment, even though it was in the ruthless aggression era, people were people were thought like the attitude era was back or something because like so much violence was happening like in that match itself. Um, so these two are like two of the ones I can think for the attitude. I mean, for the ruthless aggression era. In the attitude where I definitely Undertaker's choke slamming man kind of the cell was one of them, but um, for me one of them was Kane's debut uh, because again he's like one of my favorite heels of all time, and just for like I mean it just I mean it was such a moment that kind of defined how the crazy the attitude era was that after a crazy Hell in a Cell match between Undertaker and Shawn Michaels you thought things couldn't get any more mad and then this this crazy figure comes up this huge Undertaker like figure comes up but in all red and Makes the Undertaker look like, makes the Undertaker look weak. So that was a huge iconic moment for me personally, and and I would say the Undertaker is a mystery gimmick because even though the Attitude Era had all these PG moments, scary moments, all those moments, but this one was something that people were generally terrified of the Undertaker at this time. So I'm going to say these two. Uh, so I'm going to say these, these three actually: Undertaker, Choke um, uh, Slamming, and Kind of Cell. Kane's debut and the whole Ministry gimmick of the Undertaker, which just absolutely terrified fans who were watching it. Okay, so Mikhail, attitude and ruthless aggression moments for you. So I'm gonna name two from the ruthless aggression era, ruthless aggression era, and only one from the attitude. So number one for the ruthless aggression era, I would say, is Edge cashing in his Money in the Bank contract oh, on yeah. John Cena and New Year's Revolution. That that was the start of Edge's actual push. He actually did it. John Cena was made. This was when John Cena was made to be like you know the Superman that we we came to know for so many. I hate years. you. Exactly. We all do. We all exactly. do, brother. We all do. Trust me. Exactly. But thank you for Edge did it. Like and I felt like you know Edge. He was in this. Uh, he was in the company for a long time, and he finally got that shot, and he did it. And then he went on to have an amazing career with lots of title reigns. And the second one, I'm going to name. Is actually even, and this is even the star of one of the most famous stars today, who's who's you know kicking ass at the moment. Randy Orton beating Mick Foley at Backlash 2004. Yeah, that's a good one. The, that match 
is so underrated. It is criminally underrated. And the fact that Orton got over and he was made to look like, you know, he had heart in him. He got thrown through thumbtacks. He got thrown off the stage. He got elbow dropped, but he still kept coming back. And he won that match. So, And really, credit to Mick Foley for putting over Orton. And we got, like, a gem. Randy Orton is definitely an icon, in my opinion. So the one Attitude Era moment that's so iconic for me, I feel, because I feel this is actually, in my opinion, the start of the Attitude Era. The double turn at WrestleMania 13 when Steve Austin turns face and Bret Hart turned heel. I think that is when it, that is so iconic. I mean, you wanted the beginning of Stone Cold Steve Austin. There was, they had exactly. launched him as this. Well, he wasn't really a baby face. I don't know why people referred him as one. He was more of a tweener, but regardless, he was still, you know, he became Stone Cold Steve Austin, the, the guy who carried the WWF throughout the Monday Night War. And Bret, like he had a rejuvenation in his gimmick because his face gimmick was getting stale at this time. And he luckily turned heel and he did some of his best work. His best promos were actually amazing were when he was a heel. So for me, that's going to be for the Attitude Era. So for me, um, there's really one moment in Ruthless and one in Attitude that really showed what wrestling is all about. Attitude is WrestleMania 13 for me. Uh, Stone Cold versus uh, Bret Hart because that match hey. Yeah, because if you see that match now, it's still one of the best matches you'll ever see. Yeah, one of the best double faces like, in the history of... I think that's the only match where the characters switched within a match. Exactly, yeah. And that's the only match. Like, at a high level, if you compare, you know one expected Stone Cold to become this iconic guy and Bret Hart to become this villain. What if, what if Big Show versus Big Show clone? Who turns? No one turns. Big Show will turn. <laughs> you know, that is like, Wikipedia page. It's gold. It's Wikipedia. You know, oh, yeah, it is. It is gold. Like with the, like with the big show, yeah, he was so good during that during that time. Like now he's become yeah, stale, but that time when he had the matches with Brock Lesnar, and even in WCW, he was super athletic. You could do a yeah. moonsault. I'm like, this oh, guy. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, and then in the in the ruthless era, if you um if you see through the aggression, there's one particular event that happened that really changed the perception of many superstars. Which is WrestleMania 21, where Edge won the Money in the Bank. Um, John Cena won uh, the championship. Um, Batista won the championship, and Randy Orton had that big match with Undertaker. Like yeah. these four oh, big uh, guys. You know, had, Randy Orton switching the Undertaker's choke slam into an RKO. People were losing their minds. Right? Imagine, that, and you know now, now you expect that. That was the ending yeah. the streak. That was the closest call. That was, yeah, because that, that, believe that could happen because this is this young guy who's come and he's just trying to do something, and and he's being labeled as the legend killer. So yeah, and this twenty one resume twenty one I think was very criminally underrated in terms of giving the really superstar well. a push. It Even is. now people don't speak about it that much because if you you would see that WWE don't listen to the fans, but they listen to everyone in twenty one. They listen. He had that Kurt Angle yeah. Shawn Michaels match, which is one of the best of all time. Like for me, exactly. the best uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Match. That's crazy. But um, for me, WrestleMania 21 is one of those iconic moments where you couldn't imagine that these four superstars who were not given a push were told to go out there and have the match of a lifetime. You see Edge, just you mentioned, Mikhail, the Edge push happened, John Cena push happened, Patista push happened, and then Randy Orton having a match with The Undertaker 
is like main eventing WrestleMania at that time. You know when the streak yeah. was going up, and he already goes in his prime. So that's that's one thing done. This is the last question to all of you. And this is the can I just add one more thing? Seven. So, um, uh, Kyle, you mentioned edge edge catching on John Cena, right? Um, yeah, yeah. Backstory, a backstory to that moment was that um, they they hadn't planned uh, Edge to, to win that title that night, and they really? planned to probably yeah they had probably had planned Edge to win it much time later on. But he told Vince what to do with the money in the bank, and Vince was like, I don't know. So Edge told him, What if I cash it in right now? When so uh, so when you see that image of Edge handing Vince the briefcase, Vince tells him, Don't let me down, and then yeah. we all know what happened later on. <laughs> like that was that no, was he didn't. Of course, he Edge was a brilliant superstar. Well, he yeah. is a brilliant superstar because he's come out of retirement. Yeah, yeah. I hope he comes up yeah. with order. I might go live yeah. for that. I don't know. Um. So, last question is the woman in the attitude and ruthless aggression. So, I'm I'm gonna start off with this one. Like, woman in the attitude era, it was. If you see it now, it's very cringy. Like, it's so uncomfortable to see. Yeah, it is. To be honest. And it is like okay at that time when you're seeing it for the first time you're like oh my god what are they doing you know because you never seen this stuff you know see women you know just like exposing their bodies completely like they're like you know, I I know some people don't complain I'm just talking about wrestling two women were not given then you see now like how ruthless aggression there was Lita and Trish Stratus who really took it to the next level yeah. But, I did do that. It was just like about you know just going out and having pillow fights, uh, just very uncomfortable. Then bikini matches. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. What is going on? And then the famous uh, uh, Vince McMahon's uh, what do you say that meme where he sees Stacy Kilberg coming towards him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That is yeah. one of the best moments like into the comedy if you just see yeah. his face. So Mikhail, sorry, sorry. I'll go with Farhan because he was laughing and he was telling me I'm not complaining. Which was for you the better version of a woman in that time? Okay, in all honesty, um, as horny as I am, uh, I have to admit that uh, of course the Ruth Segression era had a better women because um, than the IRD era, hundred percent. Uh, see, but you know what? You have to consider one thing. To this day. There is no woman who has had a bigger impact on wrestling. Maybe Trish Stratus, but apart from her, there is no woman who has had a bigger impact in the history of wrestling than China. Yeah, that's and of true. Course, China is in the attitude era, and China fought against guys. And not only yeah. that, it looked legitimate. It didn't look like a gimmick. You know what I'm trying she, to say? She also won the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, so I don't think any woman till the state has done it. That's one thing to consider. I think that I would have gone with the IRD era if they had toned down the sexual the sexuality of the women or the treatment of the women. Uh, but ultimately, I have to look at the era as a whole. And as a whole, you've got superstars like Chris Stratus, Lita, Mickey James, Michelle McCool. And um, I would say for me personally, I think... Uh, uh, you know, you got Kelly, Kelly. The girls with Segreshna were really hot, like my time, you know? Like, you, you you know me, you know, typical Indian guy. I love blonde girls who are white, you know, basic. So the Ruthless Segreshna was filled with girls like that. So I wasn't complaining. So for me, the, it's, of course you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> they weren't showing their bodies, but, you know, as, a, as an Indian, 
I mean, I'm not trying to stereotype, but obviously Indian wow. guys love white girls. Like, no offense. So, of course, I, <laughs> I'm going to be canceled now. Uh, You're so, on the so, internet now, and you yeah. can get canceled. Yeah. I'm being offended for you. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm, getting my, I'm getting my phone out. I'm tweeting this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. Like, dude, most, most Indian guys prefer, like, these basic blonde valley girl types, these blonde types. And the Ruthless Aggression era was full of those girls. So I was happy with that. And at the same time, they were good wrestlers as well. So for me, I think the Ruthless Aggression era was better for women, for sure. 100%. No doubt about it. Well, Mustafa, what's your call? Um, look, uh, honestly, um, you know, like, uh, so people's perception is that also women were way more sexualized in the attitude era than the Ruthless Aggression era. But if you look at Kelly, I mean, if you look like some wrestlers in the Ruthless Aggression era, like Kelly Kelly, even she didn't debut as like a regular wrestler. She debuted as eye candy and... Even in the Ruthless Aggression area, you had 30 hey, minute match. Sorry, guys, one more forget. I forgot the creme de la crap, Tori Wilson. Carry on. Oh, yeah. No, and one more person we forgot, Melina. I yeah. like oh, Melina yeah. that much. I didn't like Melina that much. Tori, Tori Wilson was, was crazy. Though. My answer uh, Melina was wasn't a great wrestler, to be honest. I mean, she was. Yeah. she's cute, but like, nah, nah, yeah. not wrestler. Tori Wilson, Tori Wilson. You know what's amazing is that CM, CM Punk banged all of them. Like, yeah, you're so to answer the question, right? Yeah. Just like when Mikhail said Melina was only like hot and she wasn't like a good wrestler. My answer yeah. doesn't lie in the attitude era nor the ruthless aggression era because if I look at it now, China was one of the few women who got a huge push in the attitude era, you know, later in Trish in the ruthless aggression era. But for women in general, and you know, for women in general in general, I think before the attitude era you had people like Sherry Martel, which literally kickstarted the name for all the women in WWE or Sensational Sherry as she was known. And then, I, like, I think, like, I mean, like, me and, like, of course, any WWE fan would agree that the best woman in the, in the WWE was actually after the whole thing in 2015-16 when the Women's Revolution happened. And we see the wrestlers right now, made eventing WrestleMania, made eventing pay-per-views, having, an, like, having a whole pay-per-view for themselves. And so I feel like it's neither of those. It's, it's the time after the PGR, basically. We can't watch more on this. I think that, um, you know, I agree with Farhan on that, like the attitude era did for, you know, for all it's like, um, you know, sexual content. And I, I do agree that women were treated more like as models <clears throat> than wrestlers at the time. Like they were judged on the base of their looks rather than what they did in the ring. But the fact remains that I can't put aside the fact that, you know, China broke the glass ceiling. She was like, the, she entered the men's Royal Rumble. She won the Intercontinental Championship. Um, she was like, you know, she was a box office. People would tune in to watch her. And I do feel that I respect the attitude era because they're the ones who actually introduced that. They did things that weren't typically seen. Like, for example, um, lead out getting involved in like hardcore matches or no holds barred matches, doing crazy stunts. And I think Lida is one of the most important stars carrying into the ruthless aggression era because she like her and Trish Stratus were the first women to actually close out Monday Night Raw in that famous uh, uh, match in 2005 where Lita won. And I respect that. So I think actually the ruthless aggression era was better because yeah. it was more important to women's wrestling. And, you know, you see it today with, you know, we've got amazing like we're you know, both guys and girls, they're such huge fans and they will tune in to watch. They're so invested in one specific wrestler. Like, for example, 
you know, when we've had amazing matches in this new era, like with Sasha Banks and Bailey, Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch, uh, we've got Charlotte Flair, we've got Bailey, we've got Asuka, we've got Rhea Ripley. Um, you know, it was it was absolutely fantastic. And I even think that the Ruthless Aggression era, the women were underrated because they had like Gail Kim, Victoria. Sure. Uh, yeah, they had Gail Kim and Victoria. They had um, Mickey James, who was who, who like that. That, that storyline, story yeah, I was about to say that. Hey. Yeah, that was actually like she made it perfectly. And this all laid the foundation for what we're seeing today. And even like, um, you know, a special mention, even though she was only there for a year, but she was badass as hell, Ronda Rousey. I really miss uh, yeah. her being in a WWE ring. So I hope the day's not far where she's going to come back. Yeah. Hope she does. I mean, she was only there one year and she made him in at WrestleMania. I mean, what else do you, I mean, what else can you say about that? Yeah, I mean, that's what, man, and even every single woman's Hell in a Cell match has been just super. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. It's been so good. Uh, the yeah. Iron Women match, uh, the Last Man Standing matches, you know, it's it's all come together. And like I said, it's like these these women wrestlers today, they have the capacity to sell. They, they sell as much merchandise as like, you know, maybe um, any of the guys right now in the yeah, WWE. Yeah. It's good to see because even it improves the quality rather than treating women matches as a filler to you know just fill in the hours to reach that well, three I hour can, mark. Yeah. yeah, it's it's actually like entertaining to watch. You're heavily invested in the storyline, you're heavily invested in the match, you're heavily invested in like a wrestler. In my example is Sasha Banks. I'm a huge fan. Me too. Okay, so last question. Oh, yeah, and also, also Alexa Bliss. How can we forget her? She's killing it right now with the Fiend. Yeah, like, absolutely killing it right now. That's so freaking good. I can't wait for what happens in uh, next week and then Royal Rumble. I think something will happen in the Royal Rumble. I think the Fiend will be back. I, I think that Bray Wyatt yeah, will return after it. And then he's going to uh, return in the Royal Rumble. It's going to be the Fiend versus uh, Randy at uh, WrestleMania in a Firefly Funhouse match. I think that's what's going to happen. I hope he wins the Royal Rumble also. You know, who knows? Who, the yeah. Fiend? Yeah, maybe. That's going to be crazy if he does. You know what would be amazing? <laughs> you know what would be actually amazing? Drew McIntyre loses to Goldberg. Uh, all right, bro. See you, Fran. He's going? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, man. Take care. All right. See you, bro. Okay. I should leave. So. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah it's cool, bro. But yeah. I had a good time, and hopefully, um, we're at the end, anyways, right? Yeah. I have one more question. Yeah. Just one more answer. It's fine. Okay. Okay, fine. What's it? Yeah. Tell me. Basically, yeah. who's your favorite superstar uh, in the attitude and ruthless aggression? One would answer. Oh, me? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, First, uh, only one wrestler, both in Attitude and Ruthless. Only one. Only one. That's it. One would answer. Undertaker for both. Okay. That's Farhan signing off. Yeah. Thank you, bro. I want to hear, I want to hear these two. These three. Then yeah. I'll leave. Let's go, Mustafa. Uh, Undertaker in the Attitude and Edge probably in the Ruthless Aggression era. Just at the top of my head. Okay. Mikhail? Undertaker Attitude Era, Brock Lesnar Ruthless Aggression Era. Wow. For me, it's going to be um, Stone Cold in Attitude and uh, yeah. Randy Orton in the Ruthless Aggression. Oh, damn. Yeah. So okay. Not surprised. Right. So, let's see you, man. Thank see you, bro. See you. That's Farhan signing off. Thank you again, guys, yeah. for being with me. That was the last question, anyway.
so people who are seeing this please like and subscribe thank you mustafa thank you mikhail again for joining we'll now thank for having me no problem man we keep doing this so let's hope for the best and yeah definitely